0: you <laughs> All right, welcome back in. It's the Pine Room here on the Watchdog as we keep in the mood for the uh, football season as the marching band tunes bring us in from the break. So You know jo- who that was? Who is it? Auburn. Oh, Auburn Tigers. War, War Eagle. Eagle. All right, we are now joined by a lady you definitely know from the Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM, among her other many platforms. She's an on-air host and sports betting analyst, does a little bit of everything. Joe Madden joins the show. Joe, thank you so much for taking time to join us here on the Pine Room on the Watchdog. How are you today?
1: Yeah, absolute pleasure to join you guys. I'm excited to talk with you and your audience. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yes. Uh, So are you in Alberta currently right now, Alberta, Canada?
1: Yeah, I'm up here in Alberta, Canada, just in Calgary. So we've actually got a heat wave rolling through. It's uh, in the high or mid-30s for us. So oh. in Fahrenheit, that's in the 90s, I yeah. guess.
0: So that's really warm for you guys.
1: It is. Yeah, It really is. It's a nice heat wave. We needed it.
0: Yes. For our listeners that may not know all your great work, uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into the sports betting industry and uh, what it's been like for you on your journey as you continue to grow. And I, I see you on so many different platforms, and I- I'm a big fan of your work.
1: Uh, thank you so much. It's an absolute honor. I never thought I would get to this point where I'm at today, but I'm so thankful for every step and bump and um, right-left turn along the way that put me right where I'm at working with SportsGrid. I am so thankful to be part of such uh, diverse and expanding company. So, How I got started was kind of a fluke. I always loved sports. I always loved talking sports around the water cooler, and I actually was an accountant. So I had my own accounting business, and I was going into clients' offices, and everyone was always asking me about the games going on, because that's what I love to talk about. So uh, long story short, I was single. I wrote a rant about guys wanting to bet things that were just right out of the question. And it got picked up by a local station, and they asked me to do a show with them. And it kind of just unfolded from there. And we're talking about, I couldn't even tell someone, I could tell them something it was accounting, but I couldn't... tell someone how to like make a decision and i was really quiet and i was really shy other than talking sports so it really opened me up and took me out of my comfort zone and i couldn't look back i absolutely love what i get to do now
0: yeah well you do a, a fantastic job as i said uh you're you're on the sports grid programs the tv the radio sirius xm if folks haven't checked it out uh i know my brother and i listen to it quite a bit whenever we're in the car so definitely a great listen uh, you do a, a wonderful job on there now let me ask you about this now uh, women now are getting into the sports betting industry more than ever before and it's really really truly great to see uh, I'm a big fan of. Uh, we've had lauren the better on our show who i know is a friend of yours and uh we're, we're again we're so pleased to have you as well uh tell us a little bit about how that's been for you just being a lady and breaking into the industry and do you see that continuing to grow it's, it's awesome as more ladies get opportunities to be involved
1: Yeah, each and every day we're seeing new women stepping into the industry, and I couldn't be happier. A big role model for me was Joy Taylor when I first got into this industry and looking at her strength within. And then you mentioned Lauren, the veteran. She is an absolute rising star in this industry and is going to be so incredibly big um, within a heartbeat. And then we have women um, like Kelsey Nicole Nelson, who is just breaking doors open each and every day. So It's role models like this that shows the younger girls, hey, this industry isn't just for the men anymore like we grew up with it just being such a male-dominated industry. And I'm so thankful for the women that came before me, and I'm so hopeful for the women that come up and underneath me, because I really do think these doors are opening each and every day because it's no longer just the guys sitting around and watching the games. Our World is open up to where the females just aren't in the kitchen and they're not making the snacks, and we can still do that, and we can still make those snacks, and we can still bet on the games and sit down and have some fun. And at the end of the day, I'm really finding the women that love this industry, that bet within this industry, that love sports, they actually are educating their male yes. friends that are kind of intimidated a little bit by asking another male because they think there's going to be this. Well, if I ask him, he's going to be like, well, I know more about sports than you, where asking their female friend, they're like, I never knew that. I never wanted to ask anyone. And it's kind of like um, seeing women on the same playing ground. And I absolutely love what we're seeing with the changes in this industry.
0: Yeah, no, it's really awesome. And you make some great points there. We always told Lauren the better. I always compliment her about it's uh, it's great to get the female perspective on so many things because they actually see things uh, in a different way than than a lot of times the guys do. Uh, do you think social media has kind of opened this up as well for, for the ladies to get more involved in the industry?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing, you know, with social media, people seeing your face and putting um, your face to your name and listening to you talk really does help women in this industry. I think it's a lot different than it used to be where um, you couldn't put a name to a face just hearing someone on radio than on TV. And I do think it helps because you get those people that maybe will just come around to say, okay, she's a pretty face, not have that thought about Um, that we know what we're talking about, but the minute we're able to prove it, and it takes a long time to prove it, and I'm going to tell every single woman out there looking to get into this industry, know your stuff, and know your stuff in and out 100%, no matter if you're guesting on a show like this or if you're doing your own show, because you will be challenged, and there is some older um, men in the industry that don't like it, and they will 100% (laughs) ask you a left question out of nowhere and if you don't know it they're gonna think less of you but if you can prove yourself and if you can know your stuff and if you don't know your stuff you 100 percent have to say look i don't know you'll get way more respect in the industry than trying to um, talk your way through a question that you just don't know and none of us know everything off sure. the top of our 100 percent of the time
0: no question uh you, you definitely know your stuff though we're talking with joe madden from the sports grid radio and TV programs among our other many platforms here on the watchdog hey Joe
2: did you play sports in high school and or college
1: okay I played netball for team Alberta here um I'm not sure if you guys would know what it, netball is tell our it tell our listeners what limited. netball
0: is definitely I, I know it but I'm sure most people don't yeah
1: we loved playing netball and it was what i did i grew up actually in australia born in australia moved over to north america at 15 so when i came over here i joined the Alberta netball program here and i never looked back it was absolutely incredible
2: and tell us a little bit about what netball is <laughs>
1: well you refer to it as basketball, except you pass the ball, you have positions, the net is higher, there's no backboard. Thankfully I was not a goal shooter because that is definitely not my forte. I can move that ball up and down the court and I can run, but I can't shoot that ball. So I played center position and had an absolute blast running just and passing that ball. Just don't get me to shoot because I cannot do it. On a basketball court though, you put me two steps left of center, I can sink that ball. <laughs> Yeah. Every time.
0: Joe, have you have you uh, continued as you got into sports betting? Have you bet any netball? Because I, I know some sports books do have it.
1: They do have it, and you know what? I have dabbled in it a little bit, but <laughs> just because I'm not able to follow it all the time with the times that we're really getting it, um, any kind of feed on it, I'm so big in watching what I bet. I love um, to be able to see what's actually happening right, out right. there on. On the field or the diamond or the court. Um, For me, that really helps with my handicapping. If I don't watch a sport, I really don't like betting it.
0: You can't dribble in netball, correct, if I'm recall? I'm sorry? You can't dribble like in regular like North American basketball. You could dribble the ball. You're not allowed to dribble in netball, correct?
1: No, you pass that ball, and you cannot travel with the ball just like in – Basketball, but it becomes a super-fast game, just like you say in the NBA, where they basically, when they're not looking to dribble, they grab that ball and throw. It becomes the same thing in netball, where you put that one foot down, you can't put it down again, so your other foot's hitting the ground, and you're passing that ball before the next foot touches the ground. So it's a super-fast game.
2: Now, Joe, I know you work uh, year-round, obviously. Do you have a sport that you favor more than others? That, that you feel more confident a that you like watching and b that you feel more comfortable uh, as in having a little
1: advantage. Well, you know what the funny thing is, my best record for um, predicting games is in the NBA. But if you ask me, which is my favorite to watch and bet, it is definitely the NFL. And NHL hockey, I love both of those, and I love college football as well. So I'm so excited for the upcoming season. Yes, but I tell you, I know again, it's going to be the NBA that makes me the most money this coming season.
2: How? Uh, hey, let's let's switch to college football a little bit. How has um, the transfer portal, NIL, those kind of things, the uh, restructuring of the conferences, how how has that affected your industry, like and you personally with uh, with handicapping college football
1: oh i tell you with everything that's happening it's gonna be a couple of weeks before i really dig into the handicapping of college football because even though we're not going to see these changes automatically there's going to be so many question marks around this upcoming season and looking at these teams and looking at the emotions going into everything here. I look at all the pro Bowl games that we have coming up that we're no longer going to have and how much emotion it's going to be for the fans and for the players as a whole, knowing this is going to be their last season of those pro Bowl rivalries. It's going to be a crazy college football season. I don't know if it's for the better um, or, or the worst. Only time will tell. I just, so many question marks on what's
0: going to happen. Yes, that's a good point. Do you have anybody that's on the radar? Do you anticipate you know Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, those teams um, that that are kind of going to be the, the teams there for the you know fighting out for the playoff spots? But is there you, you mentioned just waiting a little bit? And I agree with you; it's just tough to get a gauge on these rosters. But do you have anybody that kind of sticks out as far as on on your radar as a team that that may be a little bit dangerous this year in college football?
1: Well. You are asking an Ohio State fan Uh-oh. that question. No. I think the Buckeyes will <laughs> come out again as strong this upcoming season. But there are so many teams out there that really have phenomenal coaches. They have phenomenal coaching staff right. that should really come out nice and hard and strong and do better than in prior seasons. Now are they gonna go deeper? Maybe over their win totals, but you know, it's it's hard to say. I'm looking for teams like Clemson who have been there and done it to come out a lot stronger this upcoming season. Um, Teams like Notre Dame, I love the teams with that strong defense, the heart of those kind of teams to go over their win totals coming up. So there's a couple teams to keep on your radar looking at those smaller teams, not looking at the big teams like the Ohio State and the Michigans, the teams everyone's always centered around, looking at those smaller schools and it's more profitable when you look at betting sports to look at the teams no one's really looking at, no right, and have faith in those teams um, to do well. Now, are we going to see Kansas State already, like, turn <laughs> yeah. things completely around? Probably not. But looking at teams where they had really bad seasons last year and looking okay. for them to go better this upcoming season is definitely th- things I'll be looking at.
0: Definitely
2: hey joe you said you were an ohio state fan uh are you a fan of any other team uh that may may affect your your betting ways <laughs>
1: um no it is the buckeyes is the one team that i really do favor when i'm and i tried you know what it's actually really interesting so when i'm betting college football or nhl or nfl or nba it's never my favorite teams that i'm really high on Too bad. Right. i eat Fade my team or I don't bet them at all because in my opinion I would rather um if I fade them then they lose I win and then my heart my heart's not hurt because my money is coming in if you understand it's like emotional
0: insurance I get it yes
1: yeah exactly because the last thing I want is my heart and my wallet um hurt (laughs) so I try not to bet on my teams but Looking at um, this upcoming college football season, we are going to have some phenomenal games. Oregon, of course, is a team that I am super high on. I really do think that team has the ability to go deep this upcoming season. We know how strong Arkansas State should be able to come out in Oklahoma and Georgia. There's so many phenomenal college football teams it's just you, you can't even list how good all of these teams are
0: yeah and it's it's hard to, to know uh, with the new players that they bring in and the players that are transferring as, as coach said here a minute ago uh, just how they're gonna you know a cohesive unit how that how many weeks it's going to take for them to get in sync but uh, Oregon I like that pick a lot uh that's that's definitely a uh, team that played pretty well. Last year, uh, especially with Bo Nix starting to find his footing again after coming from the SEC. All right, let's uh, go back a little bit here. Let's, I want to ask you about baseball. we got about six weeks left in the, in the MLB season before we head into playoffs. Uh, who are some teams on your radar right now? Anybody that you've been backing regularly? Uh, any future bets that you have? Anything you would recommend to our listeners as the baseball season comes into crunch time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Watch the Seattle Mariners right now. They're sitting just out of the wild card spot in the AL. I think they have every ability to make it into a wild card position. This team has been absolutely phenomenally hot at the moment. I'm worried about Toronto and again there's my bias. Toronto <laughs> is my team. This This team lets games go in the eighth, ninth inning. They absolutely crumble and fall apart. Now, I was hoping with the trade deadline they would make some more impactful moves than they did. I don't like what they did. And talking about a team, I do love what they did. The Texas Rangers, Mm -hmm. I think this team absolutely could go so very deep. I think they probably could take it all. Max Scherzer and Jordan Montgomery coming out here for them. I absolutely love what they've done. Now, the Texas Rangers, we know they have the offensive ability to go really deep as well. Jordan Montgomery is coming out for Texas, actually, today. It is yep. one of the bets that I am liking right. for him to go over his strikeout props. Texas is juicy, though, today. They're minus 180 on that money line. Yep. If your listeners haven't started live betting these games, absolute value here. They're taking on the LA Angels. We know the struggle. Talk about a team that tried to buy at the trade deadline and has absolutely fallen on their faces. The LA Angels are a fade for me. I I don't see them getting... uh, They're just absolutely struggling. So looking tonight... If the Angels are able to get up a run on the Texas Rangers, don't worry about the Texas Rangers. Then buy in because you can't buy in on them right now. They're minus 180. That run line, they're phenomenal on the run line at home, so you could take them tonight on that run line. But Jordan Montgomery should go over his strikeouts. The LA Angels strike out in bunches. So (laughs) definitely a solid way to look. And then the Seattle Mariners, we're getting a nice line on them tonight versus um, the Kansas City Royals with Jordan Lyles coming out. Jordan Lyles has been a fade all season. Oh (laughs) Hancock coming out for Seattle. But Seattle is a team that I'm really high on going in um, to the playoffs. I really do think this team can get there. Um, So the Texas Rangers in the AL and uh, the Seattle Mariners, I think definitely two teams that I would look at. Looking at the NL division, it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers all the way. This team, while you don't want to bet them on the – on their home diamond for their team total to the over. Definitely when they're on the road, look for those runs to be flying in because this team, absolutely on the road, offensively is getting a million runs, it seems like, each and every game. Right. They're sitting right now second in the AL division with 71 wins, 46 losses. I think they're going to do absolutely phenomenal in the playoffs. But that being said, the Atlanta Braves, this team should get over 100 wins this season, in my prediction. They could. Uh, be their best season since what, like the nineties? Yeah, I absolutely really love what yeah, I love what we're seeing out of the Atlanta Braves. So, all right, with their their pickups, you can't you can't beat with Spencer uh, Strider coming yes. out. This team is way too hot.
0: No, totally agree with you on all those picks. I think those are awesome. I, I agree. I think the Texas Rangers are definitely contender. Seattle's playing as good as anybody right now. And Coach and I have said on this show for basically the whole year that we saw the Dodgers and the Braves as being the two best teams in the. Uh, in the national league. So great advice. And I love the insight there on the waiting for the good team to fall behind early in the game and getting the good price on them in game. That is great, great advice. And, uh, the five and a half on, uh, Jordan Montgomery is a strikeout. I like that as well. That's, those are great picks, Joe. Um, all right, so let's go to the NFL. Now, uh, is, is the NFL something that you find to be, uh, pretty difficult when you're just trying to scratch out winners against the spread each week on the point spread or the totals for each individual game. Do you uh, you know do you do sides and totals mostly or do you go dive in the game like you did there with Montgomery? Do you try to find some player props and some other alternative options in the NFL because those lines are so tight and so difficult.
1: Oh, the lines the sportsbooks are so dead on it and I cannot believe how they get these numbers right. Week in and week out and how phenomenal it is. Now, the NFL is one of the harder sports to bet, absolutely, because these lines are so sharp. But I think there is value looking at some futures here. Now, when I'm in the regular season, yeah, I do look at those spreads and I make my lines myself. Before I ever look at the sports book, I say, where do I think this team should be? And then when I find value within that line is when I'm betting it. And a lot of people need to remember If you're getting an early line, you see movement. There's no issues betting both sides and making a middle between that. No doubt. Definitely something the average batter doesn't think of. Well, if I have this team, why would I ever bet this team plus the points now that the line's moved? Well, because you can middle that bet and win both sides. Looking at the future for this upcoming season, I am high on the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. I know people are either high or low. <laughs> there is no middle ground here. Aaron Rodgers under center for the Jets with this defense if his offensive line can hold. Will be phenomenally strong. They will make the playoffs. You can take them right now to make the playoffs at minus one thirty-four. Now their win total this season is nine and a half. I absolutely am going over that nine and a half. They're going to hit double digits this season.
2: I I I disagree with you. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, We 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 we, want to. I want to make a friendly bet with you right now, Joe. That the Jets will not make it over nine and a half. Ooh, a well, 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 Listen, I, I <laughs> hey, I beat um, I beat Lauren a better in a in a bet uh, last year. UCLA, UCLA, yeah. Oh, she had there.
0: under and uh, coach had over and, the a, win a, totals, and
2: I I beat her. And I like the Jets under. I think they're eight to nine wins tops. <laughs> so okay. we we got to make a friendly bet on that. We've got to decide what the wager is going to be. We'll
1: uh, definitely make a friendly wager on that. I got three things that I definitely want to talk to you about, and sure. I think. That was one. The other two, I'm, I'm sure you're probably going to be on the other side of these two. Controversial takes here. The Raiders, okay. I'm taking them over six and a half okay. wins. That's okay. a plus 108. I think here, after seeing them in preseason week one, with Aiden O'Connell coming out, he, he is insanely good. 117.8 passer rating. He completed 15 of 18 passes. He got that touchdown. This kid has the talent. Fourth round pick, he looked better than Bryce Young and CG <laughs> yeah. Stroud. He looked phenomenal. He was accurate. He was confident out there. And yes, his offensive line came to play. His defense came to play. This Raiders team came out like this was a regular season game. And I was so impressed. He could get the starting role.
0: I agree with you. And I think
1: Absolutely.
0: their win total's a little bit low, Joe, so I thought six and a half. I agree with you. I think that could be some value there on them.
1: I love it. I love that you guys agree with that. Okay. Yes.
0: All right. What do you looking got next?
1: The other team I am looking at is the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah. Trey Lance looks terrible. Trey Lance? <laughs> yes. He, he is. He not can't play. NFL he can't play.
0: Yeah. He can't he play. Can't
2: so play. You, are you saying under their total?
1: No. I'm not saying under. No. She's I saying Trey
0: Lance won't start probably. Right? Oh, oh, oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Trey Lance can't start. I don't think Brock Purdy will be good under center even if Brock Purdy comes back and is healthy i don't think he's their answer i think sam darnold is their answer Ah. now we all know sam darnold with the jets he saw ghosts well that was so unfair (laughs) of the media to publicize that changed everyone's thought of sam darnold also the jets offensive coordinator what they were running there it didn't work for sam darnold they sent he goes to carolina He did pretty good. I liked him in Carolina. I liked the way he was able to do the quarterback sneak, put his body on the line, rush in for those touchdowns himself. He's a big quarterback who's not scared of taking a hit. Him under center for the 49ers is their best chance of making it deep. I think Sam Darnold's their best choice of quarterbacks.
0: I like it. People around this area will be interested in that too, as they play the Steelers uh, out our way here uh, in Week One. And we got several 49er fans that are listening to the program right now, so I'm sure you made them happy with that. Uh, Anything else NFL wise? Do you do do any player props or anything? Any season long stuff, or are you still kind of figuring out what you're what you're going to do there?
1: Yeah, I'm still looking at player props right now. I would be looking at different kind of props that really are gonna give you lots of value. I don't wanna take a player prop that's only slight value because we know the possibility of injuries. injuries yeah. Like yeah, looking at like even um quarterbacks to throw touchdowns, thirty plus touchdowns. Well, Aaron Rodgers at plus one twenty five. What if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt? There is no mm-hmm. value there. So if I was looking at a player prop for someone to throw more than that, I would have to get right around, you know, that 650. Now you talked about the Steelers. Kenny Pickett is coming in for the Steelers, 30-plus touchdowns at plus 650. Do I think he can get there? Probably not. Justin Fields, plus 750. Again, another quarterback I don't think could get there. But could we see Jalen Hurts? He's at plus 370 to get those touchdowns. We know he's a dual threat quarterback. He has the ability Plus three seventy might be worth it on Jalen Hurts because he like does have the reputation.
0: No, no question about it. Those are, that's a great breakdown. Um, all right, so before we let you run, I got to ask you a little bit. Are, are you a Calgary Flames fan?
1: <laughs> I love my Calgary Flames. What? Absolutely. That team's a disaster. I, yeah,
0: I was going to ask you, what what, are your, what is your outlook for them this year? They obviously had a really disappointing season last year. Uh, do you see them bouncing back at all? And who are some teams in the NHL that you are gonna you should uh, advise our listeners to keep an eye on as we get closer to October?
1: Yeah, I have no faith in the Calgary Flames coming out this season. This team has absolutely fallen apart. There was jokes in Calgary that our mascot at least re-signed to stick oh, around. Oh, so. No. Yeah, this is a building here. We've got to see what happens um, with the Calgary Flames. They are not a bet on team this upcoming season. Now, looking at teams that are bet on teams, we know the Seattle um, team did so phenomenally strong last season. I'm looking for them to continue to improve on that. They made so many great pickups last off season, and I expect them to do some more here. I really do have faith in this team. And now the L.A. Kings, another team, we know they made it deep last season, not able to get past um, that one round. I do think they could make a go for it. We know how strong Vegas was as well. Colorado had a disappointing season. They got kicked out in the first round. Um, That was something no one expected. This team, if they make some changes, and they've got to make some key changes because they really fell apart last season, I do think is someone to watch. The Boston Bruins, another team, mm. you know, this team had the record last season. Right. And complete disaster there. But looking at the Florida Panthers to get back there to the Stanley Cup Finals, hard call if they'll be able to get it done. We know how much of a push they were able to make. One thing I advise to everyone is looking at teams that have an easy go of it to start and then start to sit players mm-hmm. at the end. We saw fell out of the playoffs. That was the Boston Bruins, the Colorado Avalanche, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Tampa Bay Lightning. (laughs) Those teams did phenomenally strong regular season. They sat people the last couple of weeks, and then they rolled into the playoffs sitting um, fat and sassy, and they got kicked out. <laughs> so watch those teams again next season.
0: That's a, that's a great point. Uh, the Bruins basically didn't play a, a meaningful game for so long towards the end of the season, and it definitely worked against them. And now they got to replace guys that have retired, so uh, lots of uh, issues there in Boston. I love your pick on the Kraken. I think they're definitely an up-and-coming team, and I was very high on the Kings last year as well. I thought they're definitely with Andre Kopitar, Still being around, I think they're always going to be in the mix in the West. Let me ask you this, uh, for for our local listeners, any thoughts on the Penguins now that they got Eric Carlson? Do you anticipate that they're a little bit better this year?
1: I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Oh, sorry. Any thoughts on? on? On the
0: Pittsburgh Penguins, now that they got Eric Carlson, obviously a big acquisition, do you see them improving a little bit from last year?
1: Yeah, I absolutely do see the Pittsburgh Penguins improving. I really like the style. Um, that the Pittsburgh Penguins bring to the game. They're such a strong defensive game. Eric Carlson should really be a nice addition to this team, and I think they could go deep. They should be able to make the playoffs this year. They should be able to make a run for it. They just have to win those games that everyone expects them to win. They're letting slip through their fingers. Those are the games that, They have to get right from the very start. They can't make the mistakes in those games, and then we'll see them make the playoffs.
0: Right. No, you're right about that. They gave away a lot of games. Uh, They seem to play worse against the teams they should beat and better against the the good teams. So that's definitely a problem. They were also really bad in uh, the three-on-three overtime. So. Hopefully for the people around here that are Penguin fans, they uh, they get that corrected. All right, before we let you go, Joe, last thing. Since you're uh, up in Canada, give us uh, a winner in the CFL. Who's your pick to win the Gray Cup this year?
1: Oh, okay. So looking at this, the CFL has been an absolute nightmare with quarterbacks getting hurt. Yes. Okay, There's basically most of the teams don't have their starting quarterbacks, but Toronto's Chad Kelly has come back and he played absolutely phenomenal on Sunday. His passing yardage was in the 200s. I took the over. He had 471 passing yards in that game. Toronto is going to be absolutely hard to stop if he is um, under center. He just needs to stay healthy and 100%. Toronto has every ability to um, take it there. The other team to look for is the BC Lions, uh, Vernon Adams, Jr., got hurt he was out a couple games he is back there and he is the same he is absolutely phenomenal strong offensively both of these teams so strong offensively toronto and bc also have phenomenal defenses their quarterbacks are key for staying healthy if you look at how strong chad kelly is he also gets those rushing uh touchdowns himself both of these quarterbacks are dual threat quarterbacks but chad kelly To get a touchdown in a game is like minus 200. He is like a for sure to get a touchdown each and every game. He carries this team and with him under center. If he goes out, though, Toronto is done. Because Dukes (laughs) came out for him um, in his injury in the prior week, and Dukes wasn't able to get anything done. They got absolutely destroyed. So I do think if Chad Kelly is under center, Toronto absolutely has the ability of taking um, the Grey Cup. Okay.
2: Okay. Hey Joe, before we before we go, let's go back to this Jets bet. This is Mark. <laughs> this is Coach. Uh, I want to go back to this Jets bet. If the game, if the Jets go over nine and a half, I'm going to send you a Pine Room T-shirt, a Pine Room podcast, or a Pine Room logger T-shirt. What what can you send me if it stays under?
1: Um.
2: Do you have any merch? I
1: have a Joe Madden shirt. I've got a Joe Madden perfect. Shirt perfect. <laughs> perfect. All
2: right. And you're, All right. You're, it's you're, a bet. You're, you're a, probably a small, correct.
1: Yes, I am. All right, 56. I'm going to and and we'll get
2: your address to send it to if it goes over nine and a half. And I'm an XL, and we'll send you our address. So I'll be waiting. I on think my Joe shirt Joe's
0: a minus one sixty favorite to beat you in this bet. Uh, coach, yeah, hey, I, <laughs> hey,
2: I, I beat Lauren the better. No, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I well, can, I can beat these Joe. ladies stick together though. Joe's coming oh. for revenge for Lauren. So <laughs> well, it was great talking to you, Joe. Thank you.
1: It was an absolutely honor. You guys, all the best in this upcoming NFL season.
0: Wonderful. Thanks, Joe. Take care.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: Oh, uh, she right. was great. That was Joe Madden from the Sports Grid Radio. Can hear every I think she's on there almost every day on the Sports Grid Radio Show and not uh, on the Sports Grid TV. So good stuff, Sirius XM if you're in the car. Put it on, listen to it. Uh we're gonna take a break here on the PRP on the watchdog a weird show today. We've had our segments running long. We've had good guests, though, so can't stop it. We got you good been guests, drinking got drinking with it. Yeah. Gambling, a little bit of everything beer here and gambling. on the Pine Room. So, uh um, still a little bit more to come. We're going to squeeze as much as we can here in the next 15-20 minutes. It's the Pine Room on the Watchdog. We'll be right back.